Welcome to Life Simply Better with Zoe Galitzis, the podcast that teaches busy working moms how to find a better balance through self-coaching. Hello, my busy friends, and welcome to episode number eight, my self-coaching process. How are you all doing today? Are you doing anything for Halloween? My boys are at prime trick-or-treating ages, three, five, and eight, and they randomly all decided to be dragons this year. They are super excited. But do you know what I'm excited about? I'm excited about today's podcast because today I'm going to teach you step-by-step a super practical way to coach yourself. Self-coaching has been the key for me to get a better work-life balance, and this is the exact process I use in my own self-coaching on almost a daily basis. It only takes about 5 to 15 minutes to do. Now, there's a lot of information in this episode, but don't worry about trying to take notes. Detailed notes are available on my website at lifesimplybetter.com forward slash episode eight. That's just episode and the number eight. I'll also link that below in the podcast notes. And if you're a client, you can use the self-coaching online worksheet that's on the resources page of the client site. It will walk you through this step-by-step and then let you send it off to me. I'll review your self-coaching and respond with additional coaching and tips. How cool is that? Okay, so let's walk through my self-coaching process. My self-coaching process is very simple. I do a thought download followed by one or two self-coaching models. These are all techniques that I learned from the fabulous Brooke Castillo, and I'll describe how they work as we go. First up is the thought download. To do a thought download, you just grab something to write with, pen and paper or a computer, and write down whatever is on your mind. It's basically a brain dump, or what some people refer to as stream of consciousness writing. I'll share my own thought download in a minute so that you have an example. A couple of notes about thought downloads. A lot of people skip the writing down part and think it isn't necessary. But it is. You have to write this down. I can't stress this enough. Writing things down brings a higher level of awareness, and it is so much easier to coach yourself from that position. So get those thoughts out of your brain and onto paper. The other thing I want to mention before I share my example is that it may be very tempting to judge yourself harshly when you see your thoughts written out. But don't worry if what you write seems negative or silly or selfish, and don't censor yourself when you're writing. Normal, well-adjusted human brains create all sorts of ridiculous thoughts. Your thoughts do not define who you are. We're writing them down so we can have a look at them without judgment, which will ultimately help us evolve and grow. Okay, so here is the actual thought download I wrote a couple of days ago when I was feeling particularly down about my podcast. And I quote, I feel like I am really complicating this unnecessarily. I'm feeling so depressed about my podcast. All my topics seem stupid now. I know that's my mood. I know that I could just decide to like them. I'm feeling very confused about what to do for my next episode. Maybe I just allow this emotion, but it's very uncomfortable and I don't like it. I want to feel better. I don't want to do this anymore. This will never work. Okay, so notice how negative my thoughts are in this example. That's okay. I'm not judging myself here, and I know that these thoughts do not define who I am as a person. My unconscious brain is creating them, and we can approach them with curiosity rather than self-criticism. 
So once I've written my thought download, I pick just one sentence from it to do a self-coaching model on. Which sentence should you pick? It doesn't matter. Any sentence in your thought download is equally good material to coach yourself on. So just pick one and move on to the next step. In my example, I happen to pick the sentence, this will never work. Once I have my sentence picked out, I plug it into the model. I also covered the self-coaching model in episode number six, but I want to share more information here. The self-coaching model, also referred to just as the model, is made up of five simple lines that always go in the same order. Again, there are full notes at lifesimplybetter.com forward slash episode eight if you'd like a visual to go along with this. The five lines of the model are circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. All five lines of the model are connected to each other. Our circumstances, which are objective facts, trigger our thoughts, which are subjective interpretations of those facts. Our thoughts create our feelings, which are one-word emotions. Those feelings create our actions, which are what we do or do not do. And finally, our actions create our results, which are the effects of our actions. And our results always tie back to our original thought. So in the next step of my self-coaching process, I write down the five lines of the model. On one line, I write the word circumstance. On the next line, I write the word thought, then feeling, action, and result on the next three lines. Once you get used to this, a lot of people just write down the first letter of each word at the beginning of the line, C-T-F-A-R, each letter on its own line. So now I'm going to take the sentence that I picked from my thought download and write that on the appropriate line of the model. Remember, the sentence I'm using for this example is, this will never work. That sentence is a subjective interpretation, so I would put it in the thought line of the model. Now I can complete the rest of the model by filling out the other four lines. For this model, I would put my podcast as the circumstance line. My podcast was what triggered my thought of this will never work. And I can put my podcast in the circumstance line because it is an objective fact. I could produce evidence by pulling it up on iTunes and everyone could agree that the podcast exists and that I am the author. So now I have the circumstance line filled in as my podcast and the thought line filled in as this will never work. Next, I go to the feeling line of the model and I complete that line by asking myself, how do I feel when I think this will never work about my podcast? My answer is, I feel defeated. So I put the word defeated on the feeling line of the model. The feeling line is almost always just one word that describes an emotion. Next, I complete the action line of the model by asking myself, how do I act when I'm feeling defeated because I'm thinking this will never work about my podcast? And my answer to that question is, when I'm feeling defeated, I don't record a podcast. So I would write, don't record a podcast on the action line of my model. And finally, to complete the model, I need to fill in the result line. To do this, I ask myself, 
what is the effect of my action? What is the effect of not recording a podcast? In this example, the effect of not recording a podcast is that my podcast doesn't work out. That's my result. And notice how my result of the podcast not working out ties back to my original thought of this will never work. So recapping that full model, here's exactly what I have written down on my paper. Circumstance, my podcast. Thought, this will never work. Feeling, defeated. Action, don't record a podcast. Result, my podcast doesn't work out. So what's the point of filling out the model? The point is simply to bring more awareness to your own thoughts, to see how your thoughts are not objective reality, but are just your interpretation of the facts, and to see how powerful your thoughts are and how they in turn create your feelings, actions, and results. Often just writing out the model like this is enough to initiate change. Once you see it written down and out in the open, the path to change is much more obvious. I usually like to take it one step further though and do a second model, often referred to as an intentional model. In this new model, we keep the circumstance line the same, but we choose a different thought to go with it and just see what happens. This isn't about forcing yourself to think a new thought. I can pretty much guarantee that won't be a successful strategy. It's more about just getting playful and curious to see where a new thought might lead. When I'm coaching myself and doing a new model, I write out each line of the model again to fill in. Circumstance, thought, feeling, action, and result. In the example we're using, here is the new intentional model that I wrote down. Circumstance, my podcast. Thought, there is an answer, I just don't know it yet. Feeling, curious. Action, think about more podcast ideas. Result, find an idea I like and record my podcast. Notice how I get a completely different result in this new model just by changing my thought about my podcast. Also notice that I didn't make my new thought, my podcast is awesome, because that wouldn't have been believable to me at the time. I picked a transition thought of there is an answer, I just don't know it yet. Not a super exciting thought, but one that felt much better than my original thought of this will never work. And I have to say, doing those models was extremely effective for me because I'm recording the podcast right now. I did get an idea for it. I thought, why don't I just (laughs) record it about my self-coaching process? And here I am recording it. So again, it was really effective as an exercise. It just took a few minutes of my time but it totally changed my mindset and the actions that followed from that. All right, so now you know the exact process I use to coach myself. First, I write a thought download, just a short, uncensored brain dump of whatever comes to mind. Then I pick one sentence from the thought download and create a self-coaching model around it. I can stop after that first model, having brought awareness to my thoughts and the results they are creating. Or I can do a second intentional model where I play with a new thought and see what results that creates. Okay, lots of information I know. Remember, there are detailed notes at lifesimplybetter.com episode eight. That's just the word episode and the number eight if you want to refer back to what we talked about today. 
I highly recommend grabbing a piece of scratch paper and trying out this self-coaching process for yourself. I think you will love the results. And if you're already a client, you can fill out the self-coaching online worksheet that's on the resources page of the client site, and I'll respond with additional coaching and tips. And if you're interested in becoming a client, remember that I am offering free client memberships for the rest of 2018. Why is this free? What's the catch? Well, I just finished building out my client program and I'm super excited about it. So I'm piloting the program with a small group of clients for free first. If you're interested in signing up, just go to lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach. That's lifesimplybetter.com forward slash C-O-A-C-H and fill out the form. Or if you have questions about how this works, you can always email me at zoe at lifesimplybetter.com. Z-O-E at lifesimplybetter.com. That's it for today. Thank you all for listening. I'm thinking about all of you and wishing you much success in your self-coaching this week. Remember to click subscribe for new episodes each Tuesday, and we'll talk again soon.